Hello and welcome back to the NFL Abroad podcast. Here are our week nine predictions. So the first matchup of the week is the Steelers taking on the Titans. And although the Titans looked really well last week and the Steelers didn't, I'm actually going to go for the Steelers this week. I think that elite defence will step up once again. We'll see the likes of TJ Watt and Joey Porter Jr. going huge for that Steelers defence and it'll be enough to get the win against the Titans. Well, I personally think it will be a very close game, a lot closer than probably some people would have thought a week or two ago. But I'm actually going to take the Tennessee Titans in this one. I just think they've, they've got the potential to have the better quarterback player in this game. Jandra Hopkins, he got hot last week, and I'm confident that they can outscore the Steelers in this one. In the next game then, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Miami Dolphins in Germany this game as well. And in this game, I just feel like the Dolphins, are going to, it's, it's a bit of a prove-it game for the Dolphins. The Chiefs are coming off a tough loss as well. And I think the Dolphins have got it in them to outscore the Chiefs this week. I think Tua, Tyreek, all the big boys are going to have big games. And that defence is stronger now. Jalen Ramsey is back. So I'm going to take the Dolphins in a prove-it game. Um, I'm actually going to go for the Chiefs on this occasion. I think, obviously, I mean, they are coming off that disappointing loss last week against the Broncos. Andy Reid and the Chiefs will be looking to bounce back against a, a potentially a playoff rival. We've seen what the Dolphins have been like against other playoff sort of teams. And they've, uh, and they've been beat on both occasions against the Bills and the Eagles. So, give me Patrick Mahomes, give me Travis Kelsey, and give me Kansas City Chiefs. The next game we see is the Falcons taking on the Vikings. And, you know, we've just had that big news in that Kirk Cousins is going to be out for the season. How will that affect the Vikings? I think that's probably going to slow them down. They have just got back to 4-4 four and four on the season, and I did think they would start to go positive. But I just think that injury is going to set them back too much. I'm not a massive fan of PJ Dobbs from the Cardinals, although I do think it was a good trade. Um, but I do think there were you know, better options out there, like Jameis Winston, for example. And I think that's who they should have gone for if they wanted to take this season seriously. So with that said, I'm actually going to take the Falcons. I think Desmond Ritter, if he's available... Will heat up. If not, Taylor Heineke will come in. From what we've seen, I've been fairly impressed. And they get the job done against the Vikings. Yeah, I am also going to take the Falcons in this one. I think even if Taylor Heineke or Desmond Ritter does play this game, I think quarterback-wise they are stronger than the Vikings. You know, Josh, Josh Dobbs has got to learn that playbook all within a week. And I think he will struggle. Um, this week, we might even see the rookie start this week. Um, I just think the Falcons have got much more talent available to, to them on both sides of the ball. Next up, we've got the Saints taking on the Bears. Um, this game, I feel like, is quite a bit closer than uh, people would anticipate. I think, obviously, the Bears have signed um, Montez Sweat this week as well to improve their defence. I'm not sure if Justin Fields is, is uh, returning or not, but I'm actually going to take an upset here. I'm actually going to go for the Chicago Bears. I've just got a feeling, you know, a new signing is going to give a bit of uh, motivation to this team, and I, I can see an upset coming here from the Bears. Well, I'm going to back my boys. I'm going to back the Saints in this one. They certainly heating up last week against the Colts and the offense looked like it was firing or a change I suppose but you know I've been I was really impressed last week against the Colts and I hope that continues I hope the momentum continues for the Saints I hope that we see Rashid Shahid open and putting their cornerbacks under a lot of pressure hopefully the offense stays hot uh, the defense certainly will and I think it'll be too much for this Bears team moving on we see the Packers taking on the Rams and for some I, I can't actually wrap my head around this one why the Packers are favourites they were disappointing last week lost against the Vikings um, but you know what the Rams were disappointing as well and they got battered by the Cowboys I mean I said battered that's probably an understatement to be fair 
However, I do think this is a get-right game for the Rams. I think Sean McVay will be furious about that loss last week. He'll certainly want to beat the Packers this week. I trust Matthew Stafford a lot more than Jordan Love right now. I'm a big fan of Puka Nakua, and I'd like to see Cooper Cup get hot because he's sort of been a little bit slow the last couple of weeks. So give me the Rams to beat the Packers. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Rams in this one. Obviously, I'm not too not too sure what the condition of uh, Matthew Stafford's injury is that he suffered last week. Um, but I think the Packers are now sneakily becoming one of the worst teams in the league. They also lost their uh, cornerback this week in a trade to the Bills. And I just think this Rams team have now lost two... Well, they played poorly in the last two games. I'm just expect, expecting a bounce-back victory here for the Rams, despite whoever, whoever that quarterback is going to be. Next up then, we've got probably the worst game of the week. We've got the New England Patriots taking on the Commanders. We saw the Commanders this week trade away uh, Montez Sweat, Sweat and um, Chase Young. Um, so that defense has got a whole lot worse, and it's almost like they're trying to they're trying to tank the season away. We know how banged up that Patriots team team is on both sides of the ball. They lost Bourne, uh, Kevin Bourne last week. I think his name is on the wide receiver out for the season, and I can just see this being a very low scoring game. But for some reason, I'm getting a feeling that the Patriots are going to take this one. I think that defense is going to be going to hold strong. It's slightly better than the Commanders now, I believe, uh, with the trades that have happened. So yeah, I'm going to give it take the Patriots in a low scoring one. Yeah, I'm going to side with the Patriots on this occasion as well. I think Bill Belichick's sort of getting it right at the right time. He's probably going to sort of rescue the season and maybe finish on, I don't know, maybe just positive on the season. He might even scrape the playoffs, depending on what other, what other teams um, do around him. Um, I feel like this this is a game that the Patriots win. The Commanders, like you said, have obviously traded away those, those players. Sam Howell is the most sacked quarterback in the league can probably see that continuing because that commander's offensive line, just like the fans, is unexistent. So, yeah, give me Bill Belichick and the, and the Patriots to win this one. So, moving over to the Ravens taking on the Steelers. And pretty big matchup, to be fair. Arguably one of the games of the week. Um, we saw what the Ravens did to the Lions a couple of weeks ago. And I can probably see something similar happening against the Seahawks team. Although they have been very solid on defence. I just trust Lamar Jackson a lot more than Geno Smith right now. Um, so I just think it's going to be a case of the Ravens outscoring the Seahawks this week. Um, been, been, been really impressed by tight end Mark Andrews. I think Lamar just needs to sort of look after the ball a little bit more. And um, he'll beat a big playoff potential team in the Seahawks this week. Yeah, I'm also going to take the Ravens in this one. I think it's going to be a battle of the defences. You know, we, we know they've both got very strong defences. The Seahawks added to that this week as they traded for Lennon Williams that will strengthen their defensive line. And if they are going to beat the Ravens this week, it's going to, they're going to have to get to Lamar and force that ball out. Um, but like you said, I tr trust Lamar a bit more than Geno Smith. And I also think that the Seahawks rec record actually flatters them. I don't think they're really as good as the record suggests. Uh, whereas the Ravens, for me, are one of the best teams in the league on both sides of the ball. So yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens in this one. Next up, I feel like we've got a sneakily good game with the Texans taking on the Buccaneers. Obviously, the Texans are coming off a tough loss last week against the Panthers, and uh, the Bucs lost as well last week, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I just think this one, this one could be wide open. Both have got good defenses, but sometimes that doesn't come into it, and the offenses can take over the game. And I expect something. I, ex I expect to see something strong from CJ Stroud this week. He's been quiet his last couple of games, but I expect him to get right this get this game. And putting a big performance. However, I don't think it's going to be enough. The Bucs have got too much. I think Mike Evans drew a big game. 
and obviously he's in a prove it season now he's contracts up at the end of the season and I expect them to get back to winning ways after a couple of poor games so give me the Buccaneers yeah two disappointing losses last week for both these teams um, not really been impressed by the Bucs that much this season especially in terms of offence they are one of the best red zone defences in the league and could that be enough to beat this Texans team I'm not sure I think it's a bounce back for the Texans I'd probably argue that I'd trust CJ Star more than Baker Mayfield right now um, I just think there's the potential for more points for the Texans and they'll probably take those opportunities better than the Bucs will uh, Mike Evans is certainly due a big breakout game whether he gets it or not we'll have to wait and see but I'm actually going to go for the rookie and the Texans in this one. So, moving on, we see the Browns taking on the Cardinals. And as we're all aware, the Cardinals this week traded away Josh Dobbs to the Vikings. And we think that Kyler Murray will be available for this game against the Browns. However, he's going up, you know, if it is his first game back, he's going up against the best defence in the league. And I think, once again, that Browns defence will shine through and, you know, stop stop this Cardinals team. Um, whether Kyler Murray's been training that much or not we don't know so we don't fully understand how much of the playbook he knows um, I just think regardless it's, it's probably going to be too much of an ask for him um, not really been impressed by the Cardinals they are sort of playing like a one of the worst teams in football right now kind of like the uh, kind of like PJ Walker for the Browns Amari Cooper looks like he's heating up as well and Kareem Hunt is getting involved in the action so, I'm going for another Browns win this week. I think they get past the Cardinals pretty easily. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the Browns in this one, regardless of who, who plays at quarterback for both teams, really. Um, you know, Kyler Murray could be back. He couldn't be back. We're not sure. He has been training the past couple of weeks since he's been activated from injury. But who knows to what level he's going to be performing at. And I think he will have like, quite a bit of rust on the field. Uh, on the other side of all as well, I've still got Miles Garrett, who absolutely took over the game last last week, and he has done for most of the season. So whichever the quarterback is in at the, for the Cardinals is going to be under pressure all night. And I just think this Browns defence is going to be far too good for the Cardinals, who, in my opinion, right now, are the worst team in the league. The next up, then, we have the 1-6 Carolina Panthers taking on the Indianapolis Colts. And I almost went for an upset in this one. I thought maybe the, the Panthers can put together back-to-back -to -back victories but that Colts running game just absolutely jumps off the screen at me. They've probably got the best one-two punch in the entire league with Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor. And if this coaching staff can start using them correctly, this is a very dangerous rushing attack for the Colts. And also, they've also got a sneakily good defence as well. Um, I just can't see how the Panthers can stop this rush and how they can outscore the Colts. So in this one, I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah, completely about you with that, to be fair. The, the old one-two punch for the Colts is... It's got to be up there for the best in the league, like you said. Um, I think the, Jonathan Taylor looks like he's sort of getting a bit more involved now. He's firing up. Um, I don't think Gardner Minshew is, is bad by any means. Fairly close loss, really, last week against the Saints. I don't see the Panthers putting up that many points. And you've got to remember the Colts were playing a top-five defence last week. Not sure where the Panthers are rated this week, but I'm, I'm taking the Colts to outscore the Panthers this time. So... Potentially one of the worst games of the week, if not the worst game of the week. We see the Raiders taking on the Giants. And uh, is it true that the, the, the Raiders have sacked all the staff this week, Colin? Yeah, they're completely, completely cleaned house uh, last night. So, yeah, I'm not sure how that's going to look, how the team's going to look this coming week. Uh, we know the back up, the rookie quarterback, I forget his name, Aidan O'Donnell or something like that. He's been named mm -hmm. the starter over Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Um, so that's one to keep an eye on. Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of that, to be fair. I don't think he did that bad when he played the Chargers a few weeks ago. 
Um, obviously, the Giants are now on the third-string quarterback. I'm not sure if Daniel Jones is going to be available. Tyrod Taylor certainly isn't. And, I mean, I'd say that I trust Tyrod Taylor probably more than Daniel Jones right now. So, we'll have to see who comes in at backup for the Giants. I just think the Raiders will get it going this week. They've sacked everyone. You know, that, that sometimes can be a good thing, to be fair, to sort of get rid of all that sort of coaching and management on that side of the ball. And I, I do see it being a good thing for the Raiders. I think the Raiders will beat the Giants this week. So, on Monday Night Football, we see the Bengals taking on the Bills, both coming off big wins last week. The Bengals beat the Niners, and the Bills beat the Bucks. The Bills have made big trades in this window. They picked up a cornerback from the Packers, and they've also picked up Leonard Fournette from free agency. Um, but let's talk about that Bengals win last week against the Niners first. That's a lot more impressive for me than the Bills beating the Bucks. And I just think the Bengals, again, hot at the right time. Jamar Chase... He is always open, and he's looked at these last couple of weeks. Joe Burrow looks like he's, you know, back to full fitness. Um, and I kind of like that the, the the way that the Bengals and, and which direction the Bengals are moving in. Um, although I do think the Bills have, have been really good as well recently. Could be, obviously, it's going to be a close, close matchup, but I'm just going to go for the Bengals on this occasion. Yeah, I'm also going to go for the Bengals in this one. I think, like you say, it will be very close, but... You know, the Bengals have put four games back-to-back back now where they look good, they've won the game. Joe Burrow seems to be over his calf injury. He's sort of escaping um, pressure in the pocket and finding passes that should not ever be on. And yeah, I think they've just improved in all aspects, really. It's not just Burrow, it's not just Chase, but that offensive line as well starting to look better as well. And um, yeah, I've just got a feeling the Bengals are going to show up in this game and, and defeat the Bills. And then the final game of the week on Monday Night Football, we see the New York Jets against the LA Chargers. The Jets somehow managed to beat the, win, win the battle of New York last, last week despite both teams trying to lose it. Um, but for me, I'm actually going to take the Jets in this win in a bit of an upset. Um, I just think the Jets, the Jets sorry, are a sneakily good team, especially on defence. They're keeping all the games low scoring and Zach Wilson's having to come in and do just enough. But I, I, just, find, I just think this Jets team are going to find a way to win this game. You know, they're expecting Aaron Rodgers to come back later in the season. And obviously this team with Aaron Rodgers is certainly a playoff contender. And I just think this is a game that they can somehow sneak out of, put Justin Herbert under pressure and find a way to win. Yeah, I think Brandon Staley was on the hot seat for me last week and he managed to, you know, just, just escape it for another week after a, you know, a win against the Bears, which is not impressive by any means. Like you said, the Jets' defence, it's, it's been solid all season, to be fair. Um and you know what? I think I'm, I think I'm going to go for the Jets as well. Um, the Chargers have been struggling on defense. They're conceding a lot of points. Don't see them putting that many points up against the Jets. So the Jets are going to keep marching, and they could be marching to the playoffs. I can't believe I'm saying that. Yeah. Well, that's it all for this week's episode of the NFL Abroad podcast. Let us know your predictions in the comments below, and subscribe for more.